Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, Black and White Sports supporters, we're going to talk about Baker Mayfield because a rather interesting, I don't even know if you want to call it a tidbit, came out of uh, NFL insider Jeremy Fowler of ESPN about a link between Baker Mayfield and the New England Patriots. Now, we talked about this to a point before because there are reasons to draw lines between Baker and the Patriots. Most notably, they hired Alex Van Pelt, who was an offensive coordinator when Baker was with the Cleveland Browns. That and the the Patriots organization as a whole was interested in Baker. Bill Belichick, Josh McDaniels were very interested in Baker Mayfield in that draft. And let's be honest, there's a lot of connective tissue between the Patriots and and around the time that uh, Baker Mayfield was coming out. Combined with the connection involving the Browns and Elliot Wolf, who is the de facto fake GM, pseudo GM, it drives me nuts that the Patriots did not hire an actual general manager. I mean, it feels like everything almost stayed the same, except you got rid of Belichick. I mean, Belichick can still coach. I mean, just hire a GM and 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 take away the personnel duties or whatever. It's it's crazy. I, I you know I was supporting the Belichick probably needs to find a new team scenario, and I do think the man can coach, and I think he should be a head coach right now. But I understand why they wanted to reset. Nonetheless, it just feels like not a lot's changed other than the fact you got yourself a nice, great DEI hire in Gerard Mayo. Good luck with that. (laughs) Oh, man. All the good coaches that were on the market And that's the guy you ultimately settled on. That's okay. ESPN, the Patriots submarine the Buccaneers by signing Baker Mayfield. While Tampa is the clear-cut favorite to re-sign Mayfield, now a coveted free agent after a banner year with the Bucs, anything can happen in free agency. And the Patriots' new brain trust including lead personnel man Elliot Wolf and personnel executive Alonzo Highsmith, were part of the Cleveland regime that took Mayfield number one in the 2018 draft. They believed in him. Yes, the Patriots can take a quarterback at number three overall, but who's to say 
they wouldn't still need a veteran or if they believed Mayfield is a long-term answer in this case, they could draft Ohio State's Marvin Harrison Jr. or trade back for more capital. There's a lot of good receivers in this draft, too. If they decided to trade back or even keep the pick, Joe Alt, left tackle, pair him up with Baker Mayfield, sign T. Higgins if he doesn't get franchised, uh, so there are some things there that, that might lead you in that d- direction. So there's multiple articles about this one thing that the uh, NFL insider Jeremy Fowler talked about in this case. Mayfield emerged as a comeback player of the year candidate playing under former Tampa Bay offensive coordinator Dave Canales and reportedly is a big reason the Buccaneers replaced Canales with uh, now the now the head coach of the Carolina Panthers with Liam Cohen. New England seems likely to move on from 2021 first-round draft pick Mac Jones with new head coach Gerard Mayo in charge, and Fowler mentioned that the Patriots signing Mayfield could allow the club to draft number three, uh, use this year's number three overall pick to acquire playmaker wide receiver Marvin Harrison Jr. There's some guys that's really, really close in this draft behind Harrison Jr. It's... It's one of the better wide receiver drafts in a long time. Although I will say this, somebody said Marvin Harrison Jr. is the best wide receiver to come out since Julio Jones. Ooh, that's a big one to pass on if you decide to pass on him. In a mock draft updated this past Wednesday, Chris Trapasso of CBS Sports predicted New England would land Harrison via the drafts, the, the draft's third selection. While it's unknown what Mayo and others within the Patriots think about Mayfield this winter, the 28-year-old has left no doubt that he thoroughly enjoyed his one season in Tampa Bay. Mayfield has also been linked with some potential move to the Atlanta Falcons. But it shouldn't be forgotten that Buccaneers general manager Jason Light can retain the signal caller's rights via the franchise tag. This is the first time the franchise tag has been brought up in anything I've seen involving uh, Baker Mayfield. But if it came down to it, they could franchise tag him. I I don't know if they would. And I don't know exactly what the tag is on NFL quarterbacks right now. My guess would be it's somewhere in the $35 million range. Uh, In fact, I think that may be exactly what it is. On Friday, Gilberto Manzano of Sports Illustrated and Robert Zaglinski of USA Today for the win named Mayfield among the players who can expect a tag if they don't sign deals by March 5th. It's highly unlikely that he won't roam the sideline in Tampa Bay. I wonder, would Tampa Bay fans want uh, the the Bucks to actually do that? Actually go out of their way and throw the franchise tag on Mayfield? My gut feeling is most Buccaneers fans want Baker around. So there's, you know, that's a possibility. It is. You've got to think that Tampa wants to keep him regardless. But there are some lines to draw with Baker in, in New England. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. The uh, the 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 Elliot Wolf connection, the Alex Van Pelt connection, they're huge connections. 
with Wolf having been in Cleveland when they drafted Mayfield, that's a big connection. Um, combined with the fact that he's played in that what the system that's going to be installed there, he's played in it. And, by the way, had success. It was Baker and Van Pelt that threw up all of those points against the Steelers in that game that Alex Van Pelt had to be the offensive coordinator in in the playoffs. During Baker Mayfield's playoff win, Alex Van Pelt was the OC that called the plays in that game. Baker put up like 48 points on the Steelers in that game, I think. So, I mean, he's definitely super familiar with the system. Now, I will say this, okay, we just saw what happened with Mac Jones. You cannot sign Baker and expect him to be what he was during his best years in Cleveland and or last year with the Buccaneers if you don't have any offensive weapons and you don't have an offensive line. So if they sign Baker and they fail to put two white good wide receivers out there and a couple of good offensive linemen and solidify that offense, it does you no good to sign Baker Mayfield. And I worry about them drafting a quarterback. They're going to get killed back there. I mean, Mac Jones is still seeing shadows right now. And, and the, the wide receivers, as that roster is currently constructed – have the worst separation of any wide receivers in the league, and I kid you not, there's statistical data out there that backs that. They can't separate from anybody. I mean, Demario Douglas is literally, I mean, Kendrick Bourne maybe, but Hunter Henry is not even, he's an unrestricted free agent. So that would be my fear if, if they signed any veteran quarterback and expect him to actually do something or solidify the position is going to be what the offense looks like right now. Tell me what you think, black and white sports supporters. Peace, I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.